0: There's been times in my life where people have done me wrong, right? But it's a difference between me saying, oh, forget them. I hate them. And I'm going this way. It's okay. I probably shouldn't hang around that person because I get hurt when I hang around that person. So I love that person. I forgive that person for what they've done, but I'm going to go hang out over here just because over here is where I can focus on me and God more over here is when I can learn to trust people more over here is where I can have more self-esteem because I need self-esteem. Good morning ladies and gentlemen, good morning Thank you so much for tuning in once again to Church for Confessions Podcast On this very hot Monday morning If you're listening on a Monday morning I look at the stats, some, some of you guys don't listen on Monday morning And that's completely fine So I don't know if I should stop saying like good morning Like and happy Monday um, But nonetheless, happy day to you There you go um, I hope you guys have been having a wonderful day already A wonderful morning, whatever it might be Um, it's very hot in Southern California right now Um, I guess like you know for some of you guys in different areas of the world maybe it's not as hot but it's definitely hot here have my window open so hopefully I don't get any like crazy noises yeah hopefully I don't get any crazy noises coming in but um, I hope you guys had a wonderful week last week Um, I would say that my week was filled with a whole lot of work Um, shout out to Danielle shout out to Tolu um two people on it on the um editorial department for unassociated um that really put in work this past week along with myself putting in a lot of work um this past week to update that site for you guys wwwun that's our main platform i'm gonna go ahead and close this window because uh, it's already noise i can't deal with it um but yeah we put in a lot of work updating remodeling our website you guys can go check it out if you want to just you know shuffle through some pages or watch some videos whatever it might be that's great um but while i'm dying of heat we're still going to get to this message um this message was not necessarily um brought to my attention by the holy spirit which i feel like is where most of my um Messages come from, but more so by a friend. And maybe it's, you know, the Holy Spirit working through these two people. Um, shout out to Danielle, shout out to JL. These are two people on the Unassociated Team who really felt like I wanted that I should talk about this particular thing that they're going through. Um, I don't know if they'd identify themselves as empaths. I heard that these are people that are called empaths. Um, people who. Um have a lot of empathy or show a lot of empathy to other people, and unfortunately, a lot of the times they get taken advantage of. Um I can't necessarily relate to this because I haven't really experienced it so much in my life. Um, so what I wanna do is I wanna take a couple minutes um and I wanna play this recording for you guys um for you guys, you know, Danielle like pretty much explained everything that like you know she's going through as an empath um and yeah, listen to the clip and then I'll come back and we can start the message. Cool.
1: I have been looking. Or I've been searching for a balance between benevolence and martyrdom my, my whole life um, of trying to be compassionate and be thoughtful and be kind, be loving without sacrificing my entire self, without giving all of myself to every individual because what ends up happening is that sometimes you're giving everything to people that do not deserve everything. You're giving everything to people that do not pour back into you, but drain you, but discourage you, but put you down, but but take. And you end up not being in a friendship, but you end up being in a cycle of toxicity. You end up being in a transaction relationship where you're only worth as much as you can provide. And if you provide everything, Well, that's great for them, but it doesn't work out so well for you because you're not being, you're not receiving anything. It's not a reciprocal relationship. And the problem with that, well, that's a problem in and of itself, but the effects of that end up being a mistrust of people. Because once somebody has hurt you, now you're expecting that of people that you don't know. Now that you're you're just assuming that that's what people are good for and that's that's what people want from you just because one or maybe several people did that to you. And it also ends up altering your perception of yourself because now you believe that you are who this person said you were. You believe that who this person, you're who this person treated you as. And if this person didn't see who you are, that it must be because there's something wrong with you. And so now you're applying things to yourself that are not true now, you're not trusting people. And a lot of the times you don't realize it until you meet someone and you're don't, and you very hesitant and your guard is up, or you're looking at yourself in the mirror and not recognizing that person because somebody told you that you were somebody else, that you were not the person that you knew yourself to be and they treated you that way. And so it becomes a very internalized process of of believing things that were never truth to you before you were hurt and so I think the important thing the thing that kind of would help to counteract that was finding a balance of how do I love man how do I love people with the way God instructs me to without being drained without feeling like I owe everybody I meet? everything and every piece of me
0: so um thank you danielle for sending me that that audio clip i really appreciate it i feel like it just helps us all get on the same page of what's going on here because like i said i don't i can't really relate to this topic but you know I, i i believe that the holy spirit gave me something to say on this um so yeah what i got from that audio was that you know, you're, you're a person or people, people like Danielle are people who, you know, they, they really try so hard to give their all to everybody. They feel like, you know, the Bible tells us to love everybody and you don't wanna shortchange the Bible. You don't wanna shortchange how you, you know, walk through life just half, you know, doing halfway but you want to be a great person to everybody but unfortunately you don't get that reciprocation and a lot of times you find yourself in relationships with people platonic or romantic um, that do not reciprocate and even worse that they actually are toxic to you they take advantage of you um, and this can lead to you distressing people in general and it can lead to you having a lot of lack of self-esteem because you start to see yourself as they perceive you Um, So that's what I got from that. So that's what I'm going to speak to. Um, So I wanted to pretty much title this message, how to cut somebody off. Cool. Um, And I will say this, you know, that's kind of like a marketing just to grab your attention. But I don't want to talk about, you know, I don't believe in cutting people off. And I'm going to explain, you know, the, the, the question is, can a Christian cut somebody off? can somebody who, even if you're not a Christian, is it okay for you to cut somebody off? Um, And I wanted to bring attention to a a passage. I have multiple passages for today, but I wanted to bring attention to Matthew chapter 18, verse 15 to 17. It says, moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. If he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. Okay. This is pretty much Telling you how to deal with disputes that you have in life with other people, but if he will not hear thee, then take the um take with the one or two more that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. Basically, get you get yourself some witnesses, reach out to other people that will um be the judge of that situation. And it says, and if in verse seventeen, and if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church. Let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. May God bless hearing, and reading, and understanding of his word. In Jesus' name, amen. So the question is presented Is it okay to cut um, somebody off? And I don't want to say cutting somebody off, I don't want to say that. Cause I feel like our culture has created, you know, a connotation around that word or pretty much created that word to, to, to define when you delete somebody's existence in your head and you just completely separate yourself from them and you don't just cut them off. You cut them out of your life. They no longer exist to you. I don't know if that's supported anywhere in the Bible necessarily. Um, At least like in the context of what we're talking about with empaths and stuff like that. Um, but I will say, I don't want to say cutting people off. I want to say changing your, your role or their role in your life. Um, because what it says here in this passage is that when you have a dispute with somebody, you know, like let's say you have it with your Christian brother or whatever it might be, brother or sister, you go to them privately, you know, something went went on, you go to them, you address it, they don't want to listen then, you get your witnesses, they don't want to listen then, you go to the church, they don't want to listen then. At that point, when you've done all you can. And you follow these things. The Bible says, let him be unto thee as a heathen man and as a publican. And this is the New Testament. This is an Old Testament. You know, like people like to have different excuses and stuff like that. It sounds like that's pretty much a cutoff. But I would say not so much a cutoff, but just being as somebody who's not your best friend. Being as somebody who you may not call your brother or your sister. Because quite frankly, I don't believe that there's any place in the Bible that says that you need to be everybody's best friend. Simple. Simple. Personally, I believe that there are people in this planet that God has called us to be closer to than other people. That's why you have a family. And if you don't have a family, that's why you automatically are are just the way life works is that you find a group of people that you identify with the most or you relate to the most. And those are your, you know, your circle, whatever it might be. I don't think that we're supposed to have the exact same relationship with everybody in life. I I don't believe that. I don't believe that there's any scripture that supports that. Um, so I want get, to get rid of this idea of cutting people off, because I don't think that the scripture supports you cutting somebody off and not even acknowledging their existence in your life. But I will say that it will it does support you being OK with saying, you know what, this person doesn't need to be my best friend or this person doesn't need to be somebody that I hang out with every day in order for me to continue on with having peace with this human being let's just, let me just back up a little. Let me just back up a little. I want to talk about three different things, three different tiers or topics that I, um, I think relate to this conversation. Um, The first one is going to be forgiveness. The second one is going to be peacemaking. And the third one is going to be reciprocity. So I wanted to talk about forgiveness first. Forgiveness. Um, we're going to go to Matthew chapter 18, just in 21 to 22, right after um, what Jesus was saying in verse 15 and 17. Um says then Peter came to him, Jesus, and said, Lord, how often or oft often shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him, till seven times? Jesus say, saith unto him, I say not unto thee, until seven times, but until seventy times seven. I'm pretty sure that's like 490, whatever. But I think that's more of like a figure of speech. I mean, if you're going to count 490 times somebody sins against you, then be my guest. But um, I will say, I think there's a lot to learn just about forgiveness in that space. Because mind you, this is literally after Jesus said, let him be unto you as a heathen and as a publican. I think that for a lot of people who are empaths, they get very guilty Whenever, you know, they don't want to leave somebody's side, even though that person is toxic in your life, you don't want to leave their side, um, you know, because you feel like that's not the Christian thing to do. It's not the Christian thing to to just, you know, get away from somebody. You ought to serve. You ought to be meek. You ought to love and all different stuff. But I think there's a problem in our head where we think that changing our roles or how close we are to a human being means that we hate them. You know why it may feel like that? Because you may actually hate that person. I want to say this. You changing your role is not to be fueled by your hate for someone. Jesus wants us to forgive. Jesus does not want us to hate anybody. Jesus does not want us to hold a grudge on anybody. You need to walk. If you're going to walk away from somebody, you need to walk away from that person with wisdom and peace of mind as opposed to walk away from them with contempt. And I feel like that's probably the conviction that a lot of you may be facing. When you walk away from somebody, you're feeling like, oh, no, but I'm supposed to be a servant of God. I can't just leave this person. It's because you're walking away out of contempt, out of spite. You, you have spite towards that person because of the way that they treated you. So you walking away, it's that spite that's in you that God is saying, hey, get rid of that. But you think it's, oh, I'm wrong for walking away. Nah, not so much wrong for walking away as much as you're wrong for walking away in the context that you are in. Because you're not walking, you're not supposed to be walking away because you hate them. You're supposed to be walking away because you recognize that, hey, we do not agree. I am going to go over here. I don't love you any less. I forgive you, but I'm just going to be over here. There's been times in my life where people have done me wrong, right? But it's a difference between me saying, oh, forget them. I hate them. And I'm going this way. It's okay. I probably shouldn't hang around that person because I get hurt when I hang around that person. So I love that person. I forgive that person for what they've done, but I'm going to go hang out over here just because over here is where I can focus on me and God more over here is when I can learn to trust people more over here is where I can have more self-esteem because I need self-esteem. Right. Not everybody has to be your best friend. You don't have to be hanging out with everybody in order to love them. You can change your role in different people's lives and you could change their role um in your life. Um you know fig- forgiveness is very important because I will say I'm not going to read the actual passage but the remainder of that passage Matthew 18 would be a great chapter for you to read if you're if you want to know more about this topic. But um Jesus moves on to talk to Peter about um you know, why we ought to forgive so much and stuff like that. And he just gave a parable or, or like an example of like this person who, um, owed money to another person, like a high up person. Right. And the high up person was saying like, yo, like give me my money. And he was like, and then the, the debtor or the person that was in debt was like, yo, just give me some more time. I promise I'll get it to you. Like, please don't hurt me. And then the person forgave him. Like, all right, but like, I'll give you more time to give me my money. So then that person that was in debt went to another person that was in debt to him. And he said, you better give me my money and started like beating on that person and everything like that. And what that showed was just like, we sin just as much as anybody else. Like it may not be the exact same sins, but we all have sin in our heart. We all have some type of, you know, things that we have to deal with. So as much as we want to not forgive other people, we have to remember that, yo, like God forgives us every time. And if we want to humbly come to God and ask for forgiveness every time that we cross him, which for a lot of us is every single day. Then God wants us to have that same heart by forgiving other people who may cross us every single day. But mind you, I will say this again. That doesn't mean that you have to be everybody's best friend, because I will say that the Bible says love your enemies. But there's nowhere in the Bible that requires you to be your enemy's best friend. Simple. There's nowhere in the Bible that requires you to sit down and break bread with your enemy every day, to go to your enemy's house every day, to go to somebody that's harmed you every day, to go to somebody that's that's even changing your perception of other people, changing your perception of yourself every day. There's nothing that requires that when you understand and are able to detach leaving from hating. Then you understand that me leaving is not out of hate. And I feel like that releases the conviction in your heart, the guilt that you may feel because you don't hate the person you've forgiven that person. But you recognize, hey, let me just go over this, go over this way. Um, The next thing I want to talk about is peacemaking, Um it's important to note that in Romans chapter 12, verse 18, um, it says, if it be possible, as much as life in you live peaceably with all men, that's what the word of God says. Um, God asks us to, to, you know, do our best to make peace. Um, there's been times in my life where, you know, I've had, you know, disputes with people and, um, this verse actually really helps me because it doesn't, I, I, I like this verse because it doesn't insinuate that, you're, you you will always have peace with everyone that you come across that's not what the verse says it says if it is possible which already insinuates that it may not be possible in some cases but as much as life in you as much as you can try to live peaceably with somebody with other people just just try try to live peaceably that doesn't mean like no that doesn't mean that you're uh a uh, uh, uh a slave to that person that doesn't mean that you let the person trample all over all over you there's nowhere in the bible that is against you having a backbone in fact i'm going to get to it in a second where um the bible tells it like even in the verse that we just read where you ought to speak up if your brother has sinned against you but we'll get to that um but Yeah. God's asking us to as much as life in you, as much as you can make peace. And that doesn't mean that you're going to have peace with everybody in your life. Get that idea out of your head. I'm one of those people who grew up thinking that for my entire life, everyone was going to like me. I was, I was just weird. I was just, I just thought that for majority of my life, everybody that I've come across as much as I knew liked me, you know what I'm saying? But I've had to learn and you need to learn that not everybody is going to like you in this life. There's going to be some people that you will not be able to have peace with. And the Bible understands that. Jesus understood that. That's why you don't see any place where it says you must make peace. Sometimes you may not be able to. And when you're not able to, that's when you can rest and have peace of mind and be rest assured that, hey, I try my best. and You can move on. Reciprocity. So I think that this one's a big one, just because this kind of like becomes the. I don't. Know, I feel like this is like the foundation of all that we're talking about. The lack of reciprocity that we receive from other people. You've given your all and all to make people happy, to serve people because you truly do love them, um, you truly do care about them, and all that different stuff. But you do not get reciprocated, and it really hurts you. You know, it makes you angry. But then other times it just really hurts you because it's just like, man, am I not deserving? of love? Am I not deserving of any of this coming back to me? What is going on, God? Why am I getting treated so bad? Why is this person not doing? It? And I'll be honest with you, I'm not perfect at this either. I don't like to deal with people who do not um, reciprocate the the energy I give them or the service I give them. But I will say that there's some correcting that, that needs to go on there and what's going on in our heads and what's going on in our hearts and the expectations that we have while living. In Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 to 20 it says this Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal but lay up yourselves treasures in heaven where moth where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal Now there's so many different um verses in the bible where it's talking about god being the rewarder um and how we shouldn't seek rewards from people right but i wanted to focus on this one specifically and the reason why i wanted to spoke um think about talk about this one for specifically uh, specifically is a word that just be beating me up anyways um i wanted to talk about this passage because i liked how it's telling us you know, I feel like when we want reciprocity from someone, we feel like, oh, okay, bet they're doing it back, and now that's your treasure. You want a reward for being good to that person, right? You want your reward to be, hey, they think the same thing about me. But quite frankly, there's some people that just don't think the same thing about you. But I just want you to understand that what this verse is saying, I believe what's what's it's implying is that we ought not to seek a reward from people yeah you helped that person you helped that person real good you looked out for that person you was there with that person in the hospital you were there when they're going through things with their family you were there um, when they're going through things in school or whatever it might be but whenever it's you that's in trouble they're nowhere to be found but i want to tell you something that one you can't force somebody to be there for you so stop stop expecting that like if they're just not there for you then they're just not there for you stop expecting people to be there for you or requiring people to be there for you that should be something that comes without being said um but secondly i would say that stop doing things expecting to get your treasure here on earth this is not where your treasure lies because i'll tell you like this let's say you do something nice to that person and that person does something back to you but then two years later that person backstabbed you that person hurts you whatever it might be right um because we all have sinful like you know we all have sin like we all sin in all this stuff right um so what happened to that you, do you think do you think that you're going to look back and oh well, they did that for me nah like moth what it says with uh rust and moth can can just destroy any treasure that you have here on this earth just like you know, somebody could do one good thing for you today, and then they can do a bad thing for you later. And then what? And then what? But the Bible says that the treasures that you lie in heaven, nothing can mess it up. It's sealed for you. It's waiting for you. It's there. You think God just sees you doing whatever you're doing and he's not going to reward you? The thing is, you're looking for people to reward you, but God is the one that wants to reward you not them and i'll tell you this that the reward that you get from god will be much greater every single time than the reward that they can give you in fact it might be sometimes where you might think you're smart enough to not want anything from those people just so god can bless you instead of them because mostly they'll give you what like a thank you but lord knows what god give you but um reciprocity man I, I know it's hard I know it's hard and I, I feel you like if that reciprocity gets so bad to where like it's really just harming you and your perception of people and all that different stuff sometimes you need one I would say speak up and two I would say man like it's not bad to change your role in people's lives I don't believe it is and I, don't, and I believe that the word backs me on that um I wanted to kind of round up with a word for the empaths a lot of you guys stay in other people's lives and i've been this person you stay in people's lives because you feel like you're the only light in that person's life and that they need you you know and if if you leave then all all hell will break loose and they'll just you know backslide into the devil's hands and all that different stuff um and quite frankly you think that it's selfish um for you to leave Um, And I think that you think it's selfish because you don't understand that leaving is not the same thing as not loving. So I want to give you homework because I don't want this conversation. Just stop here with me. Stop talking. Right. Because I I don't like go over in 25 minutes. I've been doing that for a lot of uh, the weeks. But um, I'm going to give you homework. Matthew, chapter 25, verse one to 13. That's what I want you to read. Matthew, chapter 25, verse one to 13. Read that. It's a parable of the ten bridesmaids, and if you read that, and if you have feedback, please hit me up. I want us—I want this conversation, church boy confessions conversations—to go outside of just every Monday morning. You guys got us on Instagram un- underscore associated. Um, if you have any questions, you have any feedback on that verse, hit us up, um, or if you, yeah, or Twitter, we're on Twitter too. U n a s t d tweets. Hit me up um but yeah i want you guys to read that and i want to hear what you guys have to say about that but um yeah speak up i want to say that some key takeaways speak up in matthew chapter 18 verse 15 which we read earlier was it said that when somebody has gone against you your brother's gone against you you need to bring it to them privately that's the first step in conflict resolution coming to that person one-on-one mano y mano or womano y mano um, or a woman. I know, man, okay, let me stop. But speak up. There's nothing wrong with speaking up. And God, that's what Jesus wants you to do. That's what Jesus has advised you to do. Speak up. Um, try your best to have peace and forgive. Forgive, make adjustments that you need to make, but make sure that that comes for, um, from a place of forgiveness and love and wisdom and not from a place of hate. So like I said, I, I hope that, uh, you know, this is not something that has affected me, but I believe that the Holy Spirit has still used me to potentially be of help to you. So um, I hope that, you know, those scriptures and, and that word um, could help you if you're an empath or you have somebody in your life as an empath. And um, yeah, just man, follow the word where word has the word has the answers. It truly does. Um, and if you guys have any more questions, any more feedback, I'm open to this. I want to do this more. I like how Danielle. Um, Hit me about this Um, And JL hit me about this If you guys ever have any suggestions Or anything that you want me to talk about um, Feel free to hit me up Send me an audio message We'll get you on the uh, podcast And um, we can make this a theme Where I'm just replying to you guys With the scriptures So I love you guys Hope you guys have an amazing week Um, And be easy Oh snap we gotta pray I'm tripping Uh, I'm gonna pray (laughs) Um, Thank you God for um, just your goodness and this message that you've given us, I, I truly believe that um, it's going to help somebody that's listening or somebody that's watching Father God. Um, I pray you please help us Father God to speak up, help us to forgive, help us to be able to make the adjustments that need to be made. Um, And help us, Father God, to just follow your word, Lord Jesus, and just be wise with our relationships, both platonic and romantic, Father God. And just make sure that everything we do gives you the glory. Everything you do puts us in a better position for you to get the glory. Um, And for us to also remain sane. um, And I believe that whatever will that you have for us definitely wants us to be sane and wants us to um, just make the smart, wise decisions with that wisdom coming from you. So have you ready make your way, God. And thank you for a wonderful week, a wonderful day. Um, and yeah, in Jesus name, amen. I love you guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful week, a wonderful day, whatever it might be. Um, and yeah, I'll see y'all next week. Peace. If you like what you heard in this podcast episode, make sure you share it with a friend that needs to hear it. And if you're a person that likes more of a visual experience, Church Board Confessions podcast videos are available on Unassociated's YouTube channel. Subscribe to our channel today for unlimited access to our video content.